Emily, can you hear me? There you are. Hi. Hey. We are live, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Just so you know. I don't need to have the YouTube link pulled up as well. No, no, that's all good. All good. You just need to see my beautiful face and that's about, that should be right. (laughs) I can't see you, by the way. Uh Uh-huh. Let me enable my video. Hey, here we go. There we go. Hi. Hey, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Doing well? Very Mm -hmm. well, thank you. Very excited to have you on the show. How's yeah. um, how was the year that was twenty twenty for yourself? Very <laughs> very interesting year, wasn't it? Yeah, interesting is one way to put it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, really overall, I think it's actually it's been hard for everybody. I, I had a I read um I read an analogy that said you know we're all adrift, but. We all have different, some are, some people are on yachts, some people are on boats, some people are hanging on to logs, and some people are just doggy paddling to save their lives, you know? So it's just sort of, we're all out to sea, though, all adrift out at sea. Um, I like and that. I think, yeah, right? Mm. Yeah. So I'm not doggy paddling. I managed to um, continue to work throughout this time, so I've been extremely grateful for that, but, yeah, you know. I think I think a lot of people in here obviously know you as Pan Am, but they what they don't know is that you've done over like five hundred audiobooks, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the you're the queen of audiobooks. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been very fortunate to have um, a really, a really cool career in that realm. Um, yeah. So my my mother is Chinese, and I I grew up speaking Chinese, and so that's. And then, and also in a very um, Asian Asian majority part of Los Angeles, and uh, that has been really my niche in audiobooks. So I've done academic texts, history texts, business texts, fiction, yep. historical fiction, and sci-fi, and all sorts of stuff. So I've gotten to do like a huge range, um, and some about you know real straight up history that's usually depressing or some that's Mm. like, you know, really cool sci-fi stuff. And then recently um, Sarah Kuhn wrote the adaptation of the Dr. Afro comics and got to do that. And so, yeah, I've through books have been able to do some really, really cool stuff. Well, plutonium says 500 audio books. I'd have no voice left. (laughs) <laughs> I don't well, think you did it in it one year. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been over a few years, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started uh, audiobooks in 2009. Wow. Oh, so yeah. you actually, because you were in Hong Kong, yeah, beforehand? Correct. Yeah, yeah I was so... in Hong Kong before that. So I was in Hong Kong 2006 to 2008, roughly. So what made you come over? Did you get the opportunity with the audiobooks or did that come along after? Uh, you mean come over to Hong Kong? To, come over to, to, to the States. Come, okay. Um, I, uh, that's a, <laughs> a per- personal reasons, but okay. I mean, okay. really what was going on is I just, you know, I, I wanted to give the States a shot. Yeah. So it was, it was a heartbreaking decision. It was really hard because I loved living in Hong Kong. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And I had some family there too. I mean, I have family back in the States too, but not on the East Coast. And, so, and I was moving to the East Coast and I was like, okay, well, I'll give, I'll give New York a shot. I always wanted to do Broadway. 
Um, so is that is that on the card still? You think you'll ever go back there to Hong Kong or? I mean, I go back to visit. My sister still lives there, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, and a couple of my best friends actually are still out there as well. Um, nice. So yeah, it's it's a place to visit when and if I have the time and the funds. Yeah. So talk to us about Pan Am. How did it all begin? I mean, what a role to get, hey? Yeah, really. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, um, it's funny. I was watching a little bit of your interview with uh, Shermie, and yeah. I really, I really <laughs> commiserated. I really understood. In what it was part? Like, well, it just, I, once I realized what, what project I was on, it was sort of like, okay, cool. Okay. We're still doing this right. Okay, cool. Okay. Is this, how, how, how big is this character? We don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to yeah. do the best job that I can, you know? So yeah. there was a little bit of nervousness there knowing that I was going to be associated with such a big project, but um, I didn't know until, you know, after I'd already been cast. So I'd done the audition. I'd done um, a callback and all of that without knowing exactly what project this was. Yeah, they give you a code name, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. Would yeah. they? Did they do that with The Last of Us too? Because I know you did voices for that. Yeah. Code name NDAs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. just the business, isn't it? It is. It so, is. So, when did you know how big this game was? Like, when did it sink in that? Oh goodness me, this game is huge. People are so excited for this um, game. Yeah. Uh, well. Uh, So I actually was dating somebody at the time who was a really, really big gamer. Oh, right. And um, they had been talking about it. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then when I went into the, um, uh, when I went into the first, uh, you know, recording date, they played me the trailer that had just been released at, um, or I don't actually know if it had just been released. That's that's I'm not actually unsure about that. But it was new to it me. Was, yeah. The uh, the the E3 trailer or whatever, and I was like, the gameplay Keanu? one or the Keanu? Oh um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when I right. knew that he was on the, that's when I that's when I first knew and understood what, oh, what game wow. this really was. Yeah. So yeah. you must have come in when. So you must have started around the end of 2019. Um, honestly, I don't it's a blur. Super it's a blur. remember, <laughs> kind of a blur, yeah, and I don't even know, like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about what their timelines were like, um, all yeah. I know is that we record, we started recording before the pandemic, <laughs> I can tell you that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Did you record in, during as well, or were you all done? Um, we're mostly done, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, no. There wasn't there wasn't right. too much that happened afterward. Um, I think I did record the art book afterward, which was different from Pan Am. So it turns mm-hmm. out um, I heard that some of the folks on the team knew my work through audiobooks, which really? was like, what? Yeah. So awesome. when I first started audiobooks 12 years ago, you know, it was just sort of at the beginning of the recent rise of podcasts mm. and books and things like that. And so 
um, within the publishing industry, it was sort of looked down upon. It was like, who really? listens to books? You want you if you're anything worth your salt, you read with your eyes, right? Mm. It's only the blind that ever listen to books. And I was like, oh man, you are missing out on the oldest form of storytelling, the oral form of storytelling. But anyway, so it was very cool to like to know that there were some people who knew new book work, um, knew my book work. And they asked me to do the art book. I don't know if it's because of that or not, but it was just I was I thought it was really cool. So I think you got the, the best credentials though out of the team, I would say. You know. <laughs> how do you Yeah, how, it's really cool. How do you pick a favorite out of the five hundred? You don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't, exactly. You don't. No. No, so there's what, sort of like a favorite of the hour, favorite genres, something like that. Yeah, because you actually, you've got a, is it an erotica one or something like that? Like, I don't, I'm not an expert in this field, so you have to talk about it, but. Sure. You've I'm done a few of those, haven't it. you? Well, so I've actually started producing um, because I felt that I wasn't seeing enough of the kind of content that I would want to consume. Um, which was in short form and um, featuring some non-typical characters. So yeah, I did get the the great privilege of being able to narrate um, Helen Huang's book, The Bride Test, uh, a couple of years ago. But that was kind of the only one that I've done that's really um, come anywhere close to what I was wanting to seeing. And that was a novel, or wanting to see, sorry, that was a novel. So I'm producing short story. So they're like 45 minutes long, 20 minutes long sections. And um, they're both romance and erotica. And they're, yeah, really, really cool stories. But that's that's production. That's a little bit different from. So you're not voicing? I, uh, I am one of the characters in it, but it's not like, not like a book where I am all mm. 100 characters that are in the thing or whatever. I'm one character in a in a story. So do you go around telling people that, um, yeah, I worked with uh, Keanu Reeves on my latest project. Or <laughs> what? No, well, no. I don't know. Maybe my mom did a really good job of raising me, <laughs> or not. <laughs> I don't know. But the 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 and my dad's also like a Midwestern farmer, so yeah. I just I don't know. I feel really uncomfortable with talking about myself yeah. and talking. About oh, really? What I've done. Yeah. So I don't I don't go around being like. <laughs> if people ask i'm not going to pretend like i haven't but you know but you never got to meet him did you no no <laughs> but i mean that <laughs> I is that, that is yeah i know that is cool though that he was in the game like that must have been a thrill for you like a oh little my gosh, bit. so yeah. cool. Yeah, 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 super cool. And not because of the celebrity thing. Like that's kind of complicated, actually. You know, celebrities coming in to to do work in in mm. fields where like They're the rest not... of us have been in for a long time or whatever. This happens with the books as well, right? Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I can get to in a minute. But with Keanu in particular, he's just such a cool guy, you know. And he's also mm. he's also mixed and. Um, part Asian, and so it's like, you know, he's yeah. somebody I looked up to as a kid. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool to to be with him, particularly on this project. Yeah, you a Matrix fan? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> or John Wick? 
I'm more I think Matrix. I'm Matrix. Yeah, I think I'm Matrix. Yeah. 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 Um, so when uh, when did you realize the let's say the fan reception to this character was it like straight away you started getting yeah it started yeah. right away and I mean look I didn't even realize within the game how prominent Panem was like I mm-hmm. the director had hinted to me um, that she was you know recording more than a lot of the other characters and we both really loved her. Um, so that, that was awesome. But like, I didn't, I didn't realize that she was going to be so impactful in terms of the entire storyline. You know, obviously I know what her stories are, but I didn't know what the rest of it was. I didn't, you know, I didn't record anybody else's parts. So relative to what the rest of the game was, I had no idea. And so you know, it was really cool to get the fa- the, fa- the feedback immediately. Um, and then it sort of sunk in. was like, oh, oh, <laughs> okay. So she's like, she's She's really loved. Deal. I don't think you know. <laughs> There's some huge fans. I don't think you know. But, uh, yeah, she's uh, very well loved. Um, yeah, and for good reason. Like they did a really good job writing her and and animating her. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, we had a lot of fun recording her. We were just like, yeah, we had to do more Panem every time I came in. You know? <laughs> um, did you ever? Did you? Did they show you drawings of the character before you started yeah, recording? There were some sketches, but they were nothing like what she ended up looking like. Really? Not really. I mean, like, I knew that she was a mechanic. I knew that she, like, was super into her cars and stuff, but I didn't yeah. know much else. So, like, she, she with the sketches I saw were, like, a sort of generic woman. Yeah, it's hard to with tell. brown skin who has a lot of gear on her. <laughs> it was, yeah. That was kind of it, you know? So I, I didn't have anything more specific than that. So have you watched your work? Have you played your work? Have you... Have you seen I all of it yet? I to play the game, no, yep. but I have, um, because the response was so immediate, um, there were people posting scenes and stuff on YouTube, and so I saw some of them, and it was really cool to see it all put together. Yeah. yeah. What about, I mean, I, I posted a scene um, involving a tank, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's at about 400,000 views now. Um, nice. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? That scene? Uh yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how much you give away on your on your channel. Well, no, I think I think we could give away spoilers. I think it's been long enough, don't you? I mean, I it's been know. it's been four months. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be upset about a spoiler right now? Um, yeah. What's that like to do in the booth? To do big, shouty, screamy things. Yeah. Or yeah romance scenes or all that sort of stuff like what mm-hmm. what's the difference um i mean there's different aside from just like different emotive states there's different techniques mm. um and obviously you have to the, technically speaking they you have to change i mean something as basic as change the the volume levels the gain levels on the mic right with the engineer who's working we working with does that but um 
Yeah, it's it's extremely ta- it can be extremely taxing to do a lot of the screaming stuff. Yeah, they usually um, so they, they usually leave that to the end, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the more technique that you have around supporting your breath and supporting your voice, the better. Um, it's still going to be taxing, but you know you can at least talk the next day as opposed yeah. to like ripping your voice apart and not like you know some people after a sports game or something they can't talk for a week or like their voice isn't quite the same and it's like okay so you don't want you want to be screaming with that intensity but not with that with better technique so that you can (laughs) come back and do your job again tomorrow yeah yeah wow that's awesome yeah how many days do you think you did in the booth uh it is hard to say Mm. because it was sort of you know spread out and you know i'd do like a chunk and then wouldn't hear for a little while and we'd come back and do another chunk. And so it was ongoing for a while. You know, I can't really say exactly. Yeah. Cause, cause I know Jeremy and Gavin, my God, they had a, they had some work to do, didn't they? Far out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever and met when those I went guys? In, sometimes, um, no, not in person. Not yet. No? Not yet. But hopefully once we, Oh, there'll be conventions and stuff for sure. I'm, where yeah. you guys will all get together, I'm almost yeah. certain. Yeah. What were you um, saying? Sorry. That uh, sometimes when I went in, they hadn't had all of their stuff recorded. So some of the scenes I got to play off pre-recorded stuff from one of them, but not the other one. And then uh. other times neither of them were recorded. And then other times both of them were recorded. So some scenes we really got to, I really got to play off of them. And other scenes, they got to play off of me, but I went off a dry copy, basically. So, Do you think they did that on purpose so you both got a bit of each other or do you think it's just how it panned out? I think it just happened organically. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they did. Because you've somehow got chemistry with both of them and the fact that you've never met them, you know, <laughs> it's just crazy. I don't know how you did it. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, I mean, they did a good job. So, you know, when I heard their lines, I was was right there with them. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I got a response for you. Most people that I've talked to, you know, end up getting with Pan Am or love that side quest, you know. So one of their favorites, I think you would have seen the the article. Was it Forbes who said, what did they say? Yeah. They called her one of the best, greatest NPCs of this generation. That's a a big compliment. I know, right? I saw I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I knew she was cool. I love her. but And I I just don't have as much enough gaming background to be able to to give a educated uh, evaluation myself. Because I feel like to make those kinds of statements, and I trust that the person who wrote this article is this way, but... Generally, I'm like, okay, you really need to be an authority to be able to make a statement like that. Yeah, right? I, I know so what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think you'll ever play the game or you're just not a gamer? You think that's too – or do you um, think one day you, you know, might play funny. it? Or? It's possible. It's possible. But yeah. um, it's funny. I've been talking to a couple of friends who are not gamers and they've said, you know, well, this is a game that I might – I might get into. Whereas, you know, before there wasn't anything, but I think it's because it's such, um, it's a new kind of game, right? 
So it, it yeah. Well, yes and no, but it's it, a, yeah, it's got a lot of new elements. Yeah, yeah, and so it's appealing to people who may have been turned off by games that were too heavy in one direction or the other because the fact that they integrate the character line and then also the fun, you know, adventures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We might take some questions for you guys if you want to give uh, any questions to Emily. I've got one here. Uh, Suzanne says, one of my favorite scenes was when female V opened up to Pan Am and told her about the engram. I was waiting so long for V to finally say that reveal. Remember that scene? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of scenes to remember. I'm sure. Yeah, I actually I actually like yeah. the 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 scenes that are a bit more um, slower pace. You know, just one on one. Yeah, and actually, I think that kind of surprised all of us because you know because I come from audiobooks or not come from, but because I've done mm. a lot of audiobooks. Um, actually, animation is the first thing I did, but. Yeah, I'm used to, I'm very practiced at that intimate read um, because okay. that's, you know, the audiobook read is, is very, it's, it's you and a headphone in somebody's ear and that's it. Um, mm. So when we got to that scene, the, one of the first scenes that was, that was intimate, I believe it was at the bar. That was the first time when I start, got to like have kind of kick back and not just be like, who are you? Right. Um, mm-hmm. then I was like, Oh, I get to like show this side of her too. Cause the audition didn't have any of that. The audition was just like, can you make her really fiery? Really? That was, you know, so, so when I got to do this intimate scene, everybody kind of went like, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> get to like be a person inside, you know? And, yeah. and so, yeah, that was really neat. That's awesome. Super Awesome Coffee says, does Emily have any favorite lines or scenes from the game? I think a favorite line that I'm seeing a lot in the chat is her boobs. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we definitely laughed a lot. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you reckon, do you have any favorite scenes besides, or lines or whatever besides that one? I mean, I think that because of that that same scene where they're at the cabin, yeah, um, is that that's, that's my favorite. because it was yeah that was my favorite, and it was just like you really get to I don't know it's just it was just like you're letting she's letting V in for the first time, mm. really, right? Or at least mm. in the recording process, that's what it felt like. I also like, like the one around the campfire that was that was really mm, good as well. Yeah. 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 Just Vincent I've seen a says, lot of uh, photos from that time. People have been taking. Oh yeah, there's so many, so many cool photos gorgeous. of this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. you would have. Oh, how many, how many like photos from the game do you get on Instagram and Twitter? I'm sure you get tagged in a lot, eh? Yeah, fair amount. Well, yeah. so some people tag me. Some, I think they're starting to tag me less as they. <laughs> they realize what do you I'm mean less? Active. I'm not as active on social oh, media. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm there. I'm there, but I just. If I had a person that I could hire that I had the money to pay for to handle my social media, that would be a different story. But yeah. no, it's just me on my free time. It is not a lot. So I'm not on there a lot. Is it just a time thing or are you not a big fan of it or both? It's a, it's a time thing. It's yeah. a time thing. And, you know, because for me, it's not casual. Um, yeah. 
there's uh, I mean, it's part of part of it is that, you know, of course, I'm an actor and have to consider that. But also it's just it takes a lot of energy. And so it's not something I do like when I'm trying to unwind. It does the opposite. Mm. So I need to very consciously carve out time for it. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Just Vincent says, have you ever been to Australia before? No, not yet. No. Yes. Yes, I know. I know. I really want to go. Got to come down. I know. Great place. Convention. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's gotta happen. That's gotta happen. Hey, yeah. there's a, there's actually a couple coming up. I don't know. I don't but can you could you get over here without a vaccine? I don't know. Or I mean, or I hopefully we'll be getting through vaccines in the next couple of months. So yeah. Are you yeah. are you locked in for that? How does that work over there? Because it's a bit different over here. Yeah, and I think it varies on depending on the state. So California, um uh and even even then, I think it's depending on the county. Right? Really? Yeah. So LA County is different from what's happening in San Francisco County, and because I'm guessing there's whatever, a long but, list of people waiting. Yeah, but there, you know, there's different um, different pharmacies are opening it up. It's it's moving a lot faster now, so it doesn't feel like it's impossible. Like it will be impossible for that much longer. Um, but I didn't qualify for like the first couple of tiers, you know, like the frontline workers or the people over 65. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I have to wait until it's open to everybody. Yeah. But what yeah, about, I will get that vaccine. Yeah. I know I know you did a lot of dubbing as well. Talk to mm-hmm. me about that because I find it fascinating that, you know, the the lines, the, the, the stuff's already there and you've got to time it to the voice and like that's so tricky. Is yeah. it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely its own skill. Um, and because I came from a dance background, I think, uh, dance and music. So I was a trained dancer. Um, oh, wow. And I danced professionally up until I was about 25. Wow. Um, <clears throat> so, and when I started dubbing, I was 22 or something like that. So I was, I was dancing while I was dubbing. But, um, and this is in Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I did a lot of theater and, you know, dance gigs and singing gigs. And then during the day I would, um, actually I taught dance for a little while at first before I got the full-time dubbing job. Um, so yeah, I was, you know, doing the performing arts thing, but, uh, I think that that really lent itself to dubbing because I just understood timing and precision and how to, and how to like mimic and and execute in a in a really intimate way. So. And that'd be the same. It'd be in a booth. You wouldn't have anyone to anyone to play off. It'd be similar to. Well, or- so no, mostly that's true, and certainly now it is. But at yeah. the time, it was a really sweet window. Um, this company in Hong Kong, we got to be the whole team there at the same time. So whoever was in the scene was in the room. Oh, it that's was a cool. big room. Yeah. It was that really cool. cool. I wish that we could do it that way, but I, I understand that it's not as efficient. So yeah, we would get to play off of each other, which yeah. adds another element of difficulty actually. Cause then you're sharing a mic and you're like on and off and on and off. Oh, and really? And, so you don't yeah, have, it wasn't like we each had a mics? mic. No, no, it was one mic in the center what? of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. How does that work? What are this? Yeah. What are this six was, people in the scene? It would be like, we'd be like, okay, okay, who's in on this? Okay, back up. Okay, who are you going? 
and then and, really? and it was yeah yeah what that's crazy yeah. it was wild it was so much fun yeah wow so you did dance as well what what sort mm-hmm. of dance did you teach or perform um well i started with chinese folk dance i did that for 12 years um, wow i don't yeah. exactly know what that is i don't I don't know. I can't you picture might, it in my you, but mind. You just might not know what it is. So it's, um, yeah. you know, fan dances, ribbon dances. Yeah, I You've seen so. posters yeah, yeah. for like the, you know, yeah. the troops that travel from China. It's that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Um, yeah. So, and there's each, each region has its like traditional dance from that region. So there's like Xinjiang dancing and then there's like tea picking dancing and then there's um a, the dance of the goddesses and then there's the dance of the lotus flowers and the dance of the peacock so there's sort of like standard music and dances that you learn um wow and then you yeah anyway Very so i did that for a long time and i also did some competitive ba- jazz <clears throat> in high school and okay so what don't you do ballroom dance. <laughs> you know i don't um because <laughs> you sing as well don't you and you th- yeah. you've done theater i mean yeah. what what can't you do I can't draw. Okay. I can't. I can't draw. You can't draw. I, oh gosh, no, <laughs> no. I am not. I am not talented in that way, <laughs> even a little bit. I mean, maybe for comedy. So, okay, <laughs> if you want something to laugh at, I can draw you something. Oh, yeah, but okay. like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, far. Yeah. So, with, with the dancing, could you? Mm-hmm. Can you do ballroom dancing? Can you do contemporary, or is that another field? Well, so I was just going to say, I also studied, I actually competed in ballroom. So I do know wow. waltz, quick step, foxtrot, tango, um, cha-cha, rumba, sam- cha-cha, rumba, samba. Uh, and then there's pasta doble and jive. And anyway, so those standard dances, yeah, I did also when I was in high school. And then when I went to college, I studied um, dance and performance studies at UC Berkeley. And we did modern and contemporary and then for fun, I would go take like a, a Brazilian samba class or capoeira or um, West African dances from a teacher from Ghana. Oh, nice. Or, um, and then I wasn't competing ballroom anymore. So I, for fun, would do like swing and salsa and, you know. And so you've done it all. That stuff. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot more that I don't know, but I'm hungry to, to do it. So. so you're still, you're still doing it now? You're still fun. dancing? I don't, I don't perform for, for professionally anymore. Unfortunately, it's, um, that's it's what I mean. So how do you, you don't get like, to. how do you do it if you're not doing it in that way? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can't just bust out a move and I guess you could in your house, but it's like, yeah, know. it's hard. It's, it's challenging. I mean, especially yeah. in COVID times. I mean, my goodness, the yeah. dance companies are, Oh, poor things. Um, but yeah, they're finding, excuse me, they're finding ways. There's like da- really cool dance films that have been coming out of this, um, mm. like collaborative stuff because you can in the in the digital way collaborate in a way that's different. Maybe not as it's just not the same thing. It's just a different beast. But um, yeah, so for fun, I you know I'll still go social social dancing. I'll go I think that'd be a cool video game where you get to you can be the main lead in a <laughs> as a dancer in the mocap <laughs> suit. Be amazing video that'd game. Be what do you reckon? It's never been done. Well, you got there the experience. 
Uh, Chloe says, would you work with CD Projekt Red again? I think that's of a course. yes. Yeah. yeah. They were really cool to work with. They were really, really awesome team. Who was your audio director? Same as Here's the other guy? Tool. Okay. Yeah, which I think he did the majority of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people here saying I love your work, but if I if I read them all out, I'm not going to get anything out of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, her f- what's your favorite movie from Simon? Do you have a favorite movie? My favorite movie? Oh, man. I think it's I'm going to disappoint one. a lot of people. I have Why? one. Because I'm such a dork. Go on. Uh, singing in the Rain. <laughs> That's all right. That's a, that's a classic. That's a classic. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's my favorite movie. I like it. What about TV mm-hmm. show? What are you watching at the moment? I don't watch a lot of TV. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. Um, although I, okay, what what have I seen? I have seen a couple of episodes of Alone from the History Channel, which is they pop a couple of people in the wilderness and see how long they last. Um, yeah, that's a good show. That's like the only reality show that I've seen other than the Great British Bake Off, um, <laughs> which is another show I've seen. Uh, what else? Black Sail? Black Sails? Black Sails. That one I'm starting to watch. I like pirates. So. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Maybe Pan Am's a pirate in an alternate universe, eh? I Cyber mean, pirate. I mean, pretty much. She's a nomad living in the... I, I yeah. Really, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, so... Yeah. Uh, Suzanne, have you have you seen all the Pan Am memes with phone calls? Oh no, no, no? I haven't. I don't know if I have either, Suzanne. Huh. You might have to link us. Yeah. Uh, King tag Ta- me, people on social yeah. media, and then I can share it, and then I can see it if you tag me. Is it just Emily Zuwella on Instagram and Twitter? Uh, no, no, no. It's a Z W O O M A N Z Wu Man. <clears throat> So it's Woo Zeller. Cool. Uh, I think I've got the link in the description anyway. So if you guys want to, yeah, just um, follow the link in the description, guys. King Takas, question for Emily. Your favorite, what is your favorite character you have done voices for in an audio book or game? By the way, love your work. Thank you. Um, I've mentioned this before, but I really enjoyed doing Kuromi or Kuromi from my melody. The Onigai. Um Yeah, she was really cool. So that's from an animation series. Obviously, gaming Pan Am kind of wins. Um, for audiobooks. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. That's so hard. <laughs> um, Pick a couple if you have to. Yeah, one of my favorite first person, it's actually a YA, and I don't read a lot of. I, I, me personally, for fun, don't read a lot of YA, but I perform a lot of YA. I get cast a lot for YA. And they're really fun stories. Uh, one of my favorite is called Stronger Than a Bronze Dragon. Ooh, and I just nice thought it title. was written really, uh, it just it was really easy to, it was really, um, uh, what's the word? I, and I don't mean easy. I mean, like, it flowed. The writing just mm. flowed. It just, it made a lot of sense. So I didn't have to, like, work to find what the rhythm of the language was. It was already mm. there. So That makes that sense. I love that <laughs> title too. Yeah. Uh, Kaiser, we need a Pan Am dance DLC now. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and I also did some um, wushu, some Chinese martial arts in college, so I have a little bit of that background as oh, well, which is basically, really? you know, the danciest of all of the martial so arts. So you you wouldn't need a stunt woman; you could do it all well, yourself. Yeah, nah, come no. on. <laughs> I would no. I would love to meet Jesse Graff. Speaking of which, but like you know, if there was somebody who needs to do like backflips, I'm I'm not going to be doing backflips. No. Uh, Killmonger says, "Highway Queen is my favorite mission in the game." I'm trying to think which one that actually was. Well, I don't know the titles of the missions. I just know yeah. what happened, so I, yeah. I'm not going to recognize it based on the titles. Yeah, I, maybe that is the one with the tank. I don't know. Thank you for yeah. that, Bushy. Uh, Mikasa, hi, Emily. Can you relate to Pan Am in any way? Oh, my gosh. A hundred ways. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of times when I was like, oh, yeah, that's how I'd be in this situation. Like, it just made, it was very organic. I didn't have to reach too far to find her. Yeah. And that's yeah. probably why she's so, I guess, authentic in a yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. The Orga, Emily seems like a really cool person. Oh, <laughs> thanks. What about me, man? I'm here, you know. <laughs> I'm cool too. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Langley, no ballroom. I used to teach that. I think I think you did. You just said you did do ballroom. I did. Yeah. yeah. I hope the DLCs mention choices and decisions you made in the main game. Do you um, what what can you tell us about the ending? Have you you, you obviously know about the ending of the game with with Pan Am and that there's a there's a yeah. variety of endings. I think. That's um, right. Yeah. What was that? The last thing you shot, the last thing you voiced. Uh no. 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 Really. Yeah, it didn't, okay. it didn't work in that order. Yeah. Right. Alternate Keanu Reeves DLC where Johnny's chip ends up inside Pan Am's head instead of V's. <laughs> well, that'd be a different game, wouldn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's an that's an interesting spinoff idea. I think a lot of people want you back in the DLC. I know that, and I um, I agree. I I mean, they haven't announced any DLC. They're obviously working on on the game at the moment. They did an update today, which is great to see. Um, did you did you see the the um the drama with them in terms of um being hacked and all that? That was shocking. Did oh, you see that yeah, ordeal? I saw a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. what a bummer, man. I mean, just how what do you do in that situation? It's crazy. You yeah. know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's it's unfortunate with um it's just the nature, I think, when things get this big. Mm. There's how many, how many billions of people on the planet now, you know? And, and I don't know. There's just no way to control. Or it's very difficult to control once something gets too big. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, hundred percent. But it, it seems like they uh, they got a handle on it pretty quickly, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think the hackers were like wanting a ransom, and they're like, "Yeah, nah, we're not. Yeah. We're, I don't think so. We're not. We're <laughs> right. not going to give you two billion dollars, you know." So, <laughs> right. and at the end of the day, it was like it was code of the game, a lot of like coding within the game, and it's like, what are you going to do with that? What are they going to do with that? Apparently, they sold it in the black market or whatever, but okay. 
It's it's above my head. It's above my yeah. pay grade. Same. <laughs> I am I am not a, a game designer or a coder. Uh, Michael Bates says, with the game in development for so long, did you have to do any re-records for any changes to the story? Also, Brian is watching. He's a massive fan. Could you please say hi to Brian for me? Hi, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean, there are always re-records. So there's, well, I guess I shouldn't say always, but for a character that has that much prominence, there's mm-hmm. almost always going to be something that you come back with later anyway. That just happens because of this, the nature of the recording process when like, you know, you don't have both actors in the room. So sometimes it's like, oh, well, okay, we're going to take this a slightly different direction than the way that you did it. Or, oh, you know what? Turns out you weren't in a small room. You're in an open field. Can you like do the lines again and make them appropriate for that? So, yeah, there was some of that. I think that, yeah, with a game of this scope, there's always going to be some redos somewhere along the way. To be clear, I was not recording this for the last eight years. No, no, no. no, We did not start recording until much, 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 much later. Yeah. How can how can we reach out to Emily for collaborations or projects? Yeah. Um, okay. Two ways. You can contact my agent, um, which is SBB in Los Angeles, or you can try to email me. Um, I can't guarantee that I will get back to you in a timely manner, but <laughs> I will do my best. Um, Unless your name's Dan. Alan. <laughs> the email is emilywzeller at gmail.com. Beautiful. Leonardo DiCaprio is apparently here. He says, is it awkward what? hearing <laughs> uh, is, is it awkward hearing your own voice when you play the games you're in? I mean, so is it, I guess because you didn't play it, is it awkward hearing your own voice? Okay. Not, I don't think it would be, would it? No, not really. No. I mean, but listen, I will say this though. So, you know, it's part of the work. It's part of the job that you have yeah. to get used to looking at yourself, right, and hearing yourself. Mm-hmm. So not not that. But I will say that when I saw her and I saw how beautiful she is, I was like, really? My voice going on with her? Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm used to seeing my for, – for a game or something, it'd be like a general or like a, you know, some otherworldly creature or a sort of a more generic-looking <laughs> woman, but not this like, yeah. oh, my God, jaw-droppingly beautiful woman. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, far out. The drive-by commentator says, this past year, certain games have eerily unintended precedence narratives, such as the Division's allergy with COVID. Do you see anything in the Aldecados and Pan Am's experience that could be contemporary? I hope I didn't I mean, butcher that, that question. I, but no, yeah. I think I understand what the question is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that anything was deliberate. However, mm. the cyberpunk genre in general is meant to be a little bit of a um, a warning about and, and very adjacent to where we are. So it it's, it's, should be something that you can imagine. It's not meant to be like, in the far future, there will be flying vehicles and the Jetsons or whatever. No, this is like, you can see how this could happen, right? If mm. we like keep going down this path, right? And do we want that? 
So that's that's what I think cyberpunk is about. It's a very sexualized world. I noticed they put a lot of sex and stuff into this game. You know, just with yeah, well, I think things they didn't you can ignore find it. And, yeah, because we live in a very sexualized world. Well, at least if you're a woman, that's true. Oh yeah. So it didn't feel that. It just felt like okay, so they're not hiding it as much. But mm. again, it didn't feel like that much of a stretch. See, I I love the movie Blade Runner. I've said this multiple times. Like one of my favorite movies, the the new one and the old. Yeah. And so exploring this world of Night City for me was a real treat, just because it just reminded me of that. And cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a cool world. Yeah, it it really is. I mean, cyberpunk is Blade Runner is probably the most cyberpunky movie. Mm, yeah. Out there, it's it's yeah. You know what that I mean. That is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It defines the genre, for yeah. sure, in the, in the film world. Deathstruck, amazing work as Pan Am, Emily. Two things. Did you have any input into her creation? Maybe some ad-libbing? And can you tell my friend, Lorison, that Pan Am is the best and he's missing out? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, you know, Carla, who voiced Judy, is so sweet. And I know that Judy is the other one that everybody loves. <laughs> and she seems pretty cool, too. I don't know if I would want to say that one is better than the other. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I can if I can really do that. No. <laughs> but, um, no, we didn't we didn't really add love. I, I stuck to the script. And there was, you know, we, we add breaths and reactions and stuff that was that's mm. organic but in terms of like actual language I mean, it was to the script and they did a pretty phenomenal job on that script they really so, did yeah, yeah they really did. curious to know how much of the character co-created with the writers directors in the recording process i mean maybe the background of her did you add your own background at all in your own mind or well yeah as an actor mm. sure um in that sense yeah yeah, um, but <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I didn't have to do. The writing was good enough that it was there. Like her, 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 yeah. her information was there already. Yeah. So it was. Um, it wasn't a reach. I didn't have to. No. You know, make anything too too much new about her that wasn't already there. Thoughts on Pan Am and Valerie's friendship. Representations of genuine female friendship are rare, and it's not—it's almost non-existent in a lot of games. Mm. I mean, you said it. That's—that's—that's <laughs> 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 that's, that's pretty much it, right? Like, it's awesome to to see genuine friendship, and not yeah. not friendship even in a in a stereotypical way, because they're not stereotypical women. Like, they're just real, like I said, like cyberpunk, right? Real people, and you can imagine them existing today, <clears throat> just in a slightly different environment, just slightly augmented environment. So, yeah. 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 Um, did you have a favorite ending? That's from Yavea. Mm. Um. There's a few. No, I don't even remember them all. Asked me that. Yeah, yeah. It was like a <laughs> flurry when we were recording them too. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, I know that a lot of people have said to me that their favorite was getting to. Can I? And this is okay. Yeah, spoilers, yeah, yeah. Go for right? it. Okay. Everyone's 
spoilers. Third was like getting to ride off with V into the sunset, basically. That's the that's the ending I got. Yeah. Yeah, people really like that. But I honestly, I had a really good time leaving voicemails. I thought that that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of really a couple of fiery ones, acerbic voicemails that she leaves that are really fun. Yeah, there was what, what was the one I'm thinking of where you're like threat you were threatening Silverhand. Yes. I, yeah, that was one. Yeah, where you're like, yeah. why did she take him away from me? Something like that. Yeah. 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 That would have like, been fun I'm coming to after you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Brat says, "Damn, we love you." You know that. <laughs> okay, they do love me. They do love me. Okay, I feel better now. Well, good. Uh, you seem like a nice guy. <laughs> I would, I would, I would come and bat for you if people said. That oh, thank you. They didn't like you. I appreciate it. Uh, far out. Any uh, any upcoming projects that you can talk about in the video game realm or anything? No, not that I can talk or, about. Or audiobooks or anything that you're working on? I mean, um, yeah. I, so the way that you get to do 500 books plus is that you record a book a week. So I'm working on really? a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I actually just finished, um, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but the the company is called Serial Box. Serial as in like serial number. Mm -hmm. Um, And they do short story stuff, which is really cool. Um, And I just finished recording something for them. Um, I just finished a, a trilogy that's, again, YA, but I get to sing in that one. So that's rare. Wow. Um, yeah, because usually copyright issues, so we don't sing for books. But this one, the author wrote her own music because she has an MFA in musical theater writing. So mm. um, that's called For a Muse of Fire. And that trilogy is set in, uh, it's a fantasy. Um, but uh, that was Man, fun. you got a cool gig. You get to explore some very different worlds, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another question for Emily. What's her favorite hobby in her free time? Mm. Um, oh gosh, I'm so boring. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, okay, this so aside from social dancing, like yeah. so yes, I love to go salsa dancing and swing dancing. But <laughs> Is really, that your fun I, answer? That's, that's my more fun answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, the more boring answer is that I really like to do like triathlon stuff. So I like oh, wow. running, biking, swimming, lifting weights, uh, yoga, Pilates, um, basic workout stuff. But I did the AIDS life cycle ride a couple of years ago, um, What's that which one? is I'm where not you, familiar. so the, um, I did the original ride, which is from San Francisco to LA. So it's 545 oh. miles that you do over the course of seven days. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I wouldn't make it halfway. <laughs> um, but you raise money for, oh, um, to support God. the LGBTQ centers of Los Angeles and San Francisco. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing. That's How- the, definitely the biggest event I've ever done to date. I haven't done an Ironman, but maybe someday. So we'll are see. you with a team for that? It was me and um, the husband of one of my friends, a, a fellow oh, narrator, wow. actually, because, yeah, his husband. So, and were you yeah, in tandem, he, like together, or did you meet at the certain no, stops? No, we, we rode 
ish together. He was very gracious and stayed at my pace. <laughs> so he rode with me the whole way. So you said yeah. seven days. Yeah. So how does that work? <clears throat> After day one, do you go home or what? No. So you no. camp. They really? have campsites. That's awesome. Night. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And so now they have them all over the U.S. There's events all over the U.S. And it's not just for that. There's actually another company that, um, or organization, I should say, called called Climate Ride. Yeah. And they're doing events all over as well that are these sort of multi-day um, endurance type events that raise money for, um, you know, climate awareness and sustainability work. So That's awesome. I I'd love to do one. I just probably need a bit of uh, training, let's say that. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't just train for it. Mm, Okay, tomorrow I'm going to do seven days. No, I know. You've really got to prepare. I know. I know because I've got a friend who did an Ironman and he was, I mean, he was preparing every day, you know, hours of training. I just don't know if I have the commitment to do it. You know, I'd love to one day, but. Well, you you learn that about yourself and Mm. you. you know, I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's something that you can be like, okay, I have done all this stuff. Now I am ready. Now I will go sign up. It's more like, okay, I'm going to do this crazy thing. And you sign up and then you're like, oh crap, that's six months away. Okay. I have to start training now. And so then the, the deadline is the impetus and then yeah. you just find it in yourself. You know, you show up. It's just like, okay, I have to how do many, this now. So I'm going to. Yeah. How many K, uh, how many miles was that again? Did you say? 545. Do you 545 miles to kilometers. Yeah. It's just uh, 877 kilometers. Yeah. Fuck. Excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my language. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I need to start yeah. smaller. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Which you can. You can. There's tons of events that you can do. And, you know, just get a buddy too. Yeah. Or go by yourself. I mean, that's part of what I like about these activities is they're solitary. And I'm often a solitary creature. So, Bushy says, Pan Am Cyberpunk spin-off game. Are you in? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for sure. Uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I'll, I'll give you a couple more because I know you got to run. Thank you for your yeah, time, by the way. I really yeah. appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give. How how does it feel now that the game's all wrapped and and everything's out there? Are you happy? Like happy that everything's you know gone well. Like what's what's your overall thoughts on the experience? Yeah, yeah, I'm really proud. I'm really yeah. proud, and you know, I'm I've been doing voiceover work for a long time, and hopefully. I get to continue to do it, um, but mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, if I'll get another character like this again. So I'm really grateful to have had this chance. Um, and uh, there was a lot of whatever. It, like I said, it's a big game, so there's always a lot of talk in all different directions about whatever. But I feel like at least the storyline of Pan Am and the work that I did and the team that I worked with was all good. I have no negative feelings about any of that. So people have been like, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I'm like, eh. it doesn't really touch me. Yeah. You know? And someone's asked as well, what life path would you choose? I think that's a bit obvious. Don't you? <laughs> Nomad, come on. <laughs> Come on. I mean, yeah, seriously. No guys. way. No way would I be in Night City. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for your time. 
Emily. Yeah, it it's was been like a blast. Yeah. That, that hour's flown by. It really did. Uh. I was like, what? What time is it? Anyway. Um, before I let you go, is there anything Pan Am can say to Dan while I've got you here? No, I am okay. legally not able to replicate. But I can say. <laughs> okay, Emily thank you for can having say. Me on. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me on here. Yeah, it's been really cool to get to get to know you. And um, when I make it to Oz, I will reach out. Awesome. Thank you, Emily. Take care. Have a great day, and um, All right. we'll talk. We'll chat soon. Thanks, mate. Sounds good. Bye.